General Mills throws a no-hitter. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS. Yes, I am aware that yesterday was football season. I am aware that today is more football season here on Monday, but that doesn't mean we can't do baseball, too. We are the great multitaskers, and that's what we do here on Line Star. I want to remind everybody to go out there and get your Line Star app and upgrade to that premium product. And also subscribe to the pre-snap show with Bogman and myself, where if you listen carefully, you got the upset of the 49ers by the Cardinals by me. Woohoo! You also got six touchdown calls out of four guys that we gave you for uh, touchdown locks. That's a pretty good ratio. So if you're saying, what the hell's going on? Why didn't I catch that? That's on you. So go find the show wherever you uh, get your podcast. The wagering show was lit. We did very well on that. Uh, We won some money there. We also uh, did very well in the DFS show. Uh, Bogman was all up in Josh Jacobs' Kool-Aid. And my goodness, it was a good day. So make sure you get on that as well. And Bubba, a pretty good season for Alec Mills and a pretty good career moment. A no-hitter for the Chicago Cubs yesterday. Not bad, my friend. Yeah, not too bad. I guess there's never a bad time to throw a no-hitter, but I guess if there's any worse time to be, it would be NFL Week 1 when no one's watching. But um, it's good for him. He uh, got it done against a team we've been picking on quite a bit because their offense is bad. And this is the reason why we we talk about guys like Alec Mills once in a while as SP2 options because the upside's there. It's just inconsistent. We saw the upside yesterday, obviously, with Alec Mills. It was a big, big performance there. Yeah, absolutely. Let's fly through the rest because – Today is a very tricky day in terms of the games. It's a limited slate, and Vandal and DK are very different. So we're going to do something we don't usually do. But before we do, let's wrap around everything from yesterday here. Adam Duvall and Ozzy Albies each hit two run home runs off Max Scherzer, who is, let's be honest, laboring. Max Scherzer's ERA is at four. You know, Bubba, I had him in two leagues. One I kept and one I didn't. I hedged I hedged with Max Scherzer this year. I figured, all right, I'm not going to drop him in both. I'm not going to keep him in both because that's probably not smart. I dropped him in one. I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm holding him another one. I'm regretful kind of that I did because he's in a very high salary. But you live and you learn and you get back after it. But uh, I think it's safe to say that we are on, I don't want to say the downside of of Max Scherzer, but we're not in the dominant Max Scherzer realm anymore. Yeah, not not so much. And yesterday I'll put part of the blame on Davey Martinez. He was dealing for like five innings, goes out for the sixth or whatever, and he was already around 100 pitches. And Davey had no one warming up. So by the time they started teeing off on him, there was no one loose. So, I, I yes, Scherzer used to be able to dominate through that. He's definitely not the dominating Max Scherzer of old, as you were saying. We haven't seen that guy just run through for seven or eight innings at, at ease like he used to. But I'll give a little bit of yesterday's issue to Dave Martinez's managing tactics. Yeah, well, but but again, it kind of circles back to the same thing, which is the, the comment of normal Max Scherzer goes out there and gets out of his own jams and goes well into the seventh or eighth. So, you're right, and I'm right, because he's not yes. the same Max Scherzer, and you need to account for that, not only with your fantasy shares, but also the manager has to account for that and everyone else. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. Britton picked up the W. The Yankees got a 3-1 win over the Orioles. Torres drove in two with a pinch hit double, so 
why he's pinch hitting in this game and not playing. I don't know why you need all the rest. I'm not sure what that's all about. But guess who was good again? Got a W. His ERA is 1.69. Sixto Sanchez. Yes. That is the best. It was a Sixto Sunday. Oh, Sixto Sunday. Oh, that is good, man. <laughs> that, dude, let me tell you. Mike, that is the best Michael Buffer name ever, Sixto Sanchez. It is. Oh, he would he would run with that for like forty five seconds. It is delicious. It is excellent. So Sixto mm-hmm. again, fantastic in this one. Uh, Vasquez Arroyo also hit home runs <clears throat> as last place Boston Red Sox actually beat the Rays six three. So the blind squirrel found a nut yesterday. Uh, we have Brad Keller with his first shutout too, which kind of got buried because of football and Alec Mills, but. Good for Brad Keller, who also has pitched pretty well this year. He's 4-2 and two with a 2.06 ERA now on the season. Uh, five hitter for him in the shutout, 11-0. Yes, it was against the Pirates, but still, win the games you're supposed to win. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop me if you heard this one before, Bubba. Eloy Jimenez went, home, uh, went yard. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. my goodness. I know. It's crazy. Moncada had three hits, and the White Sox beat the Detroit Tigers. I almost said Lions, but I did not. I did not. I, I had my coffee Football this morning. The brain. That's right. Uh, 12 nothing. The Cubs shut out the Brewers. Some big scores and big shutouts. Yeah, 11 nothing. 12 nothing yesterday. This was the Mills no-hitter, obviously. So he cruised through. That's a pretty darn good day. The Brewers continue to struggle. Offensively, it's looking like they are not going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, Nelson Cruz hit the 16th home run. I'm going to ask you this question. It's never happened before. Is this the year that a DH wins the MVP, Bob? It could. I'm not going to say never say never, but uh, there's probably some other strong options. You know, Jose Abreu has been good and and a few other guys that are going to fight for it. But if there's ever a year for one to win it, this would be it. Tristan McKenzie got his first loss, but again, I give him a pass because it's the twins. So you get a pass when you face Nelson Cruz and Donaldson and those guys with me. You're all right. Uh, The Reds 10-5 over the Cardinals. Uh, Miller hit a walk. Uh, Miller hit a batter, walked a guy, wild pitch. Next thing you know, that's the end of the game there. Uh, you also had Lance Lynn with a career, a season high, not a career high, pardon me, 10 strikeouts, uh, and he continues to be awesome. That ERA is a 2.4, 6-2 on the year. Uh, just, I mean, dude, Lance Lynn, my hero, my fit, fat hero. God, I love my him so much. spirit animal. <laughs> he totally is. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, Frankie Montas goes to 3-4 and four in the year. That ERA is a 5-6. We talked about him. Major disappointment on the year. I'm with you. You said it last show. He's not healthy. I agree. I I definitely agree with you. The Blue Jays and Mets put up 10 between them, but the Blue Jays had seven of them. So Ryu goes and wins his fourth straight decision. Everybody told me, forget Ryu. He's going to be terrible. And I have all the Ryu shares. And every week in fantasy and DFS when he's available, I try to start him. I didn't play Sunday because I obviously had a lot of priorities with NFL going on. However, my goodness, man. My goodness. Ryu. Four and one, three ERA in that ballpark, no less. Good job by you, Ryu. I'm not surprised. I got to tell you, I'm just, I'm not surprised. And when the season was shortened, I liked him even more, Bubba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he learned how to pitch last year. And that's one different people look like. The, he learned the, the how to pitch in 2018. The second half yeah, of 2018, I mean, people, he was that good. But I mean, people were looking at like his overall stats going, oh, look at where he's pitched and blah, 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 blah. That's not going to work there. They don't realize that people can make changes. We talk about time and time, you know, the guys like you, Darvish. Ryu is just in line with that. He made some pitch mix changes. He learned how to pitch, and boom, here he is. Second game of the doubleheader, Marlins beat the Phillies 8-1, so they swept that one. Mariners 7-3 over the D-backs. Then you have Clevenger picking up the W there for the Padres. They got back on track after a little COVID pause on Friday and Thursday. 
Uh, so good on Clevenger. So that's uh, settling in there for him. If they can get him right, that's a huge win there. And look, he, you know, through a two hitter against the the Giants, another shutout there. Again, mm-hmm. a big shutout day yesterday. It was like the haves and have nots. Granky took a loss against the Dodgers, eight one. They pounded up on him, and uh, there you have it. So that was yesterday. Now today is a new day. Yes, it is. And what we're going to do is we're going to break it down different. So, Bubba, take us through what today looks like because usually our approach is game to game and then we switch back and forth between the sites. But today we're going to do things a little different, and here's why. Bubba's going to tell you. All right. So there's both slates, both sites, main slates start at 410 Eastern, which is obviously earlier than normal. Uh, DraftKings has seven games on their slate where FanDuel has four. The DraftKings has seven games because there's three sets of doubleheaders today. And DraftKings decided to have game one of all those doubleheaders on their main slate. So on DraftKings, you have three seven-inning games and four nine-inning games, whereas FanDuel only kept the four nine-inning games. So you have two basically completely different slates. Like, where do you want to gamble with seven-inning games compared to nine-inning games, so on and so forth? Do you want seven a seven-game slate over a four-game slate? Big differences in tonight's action. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> so let's start with DraftKings today, and let's start with the all-day that Bubba's talking about that starts at 4 o'clock. So we've got the Reds and Pirates, Trevor Bauer against Cody Ponce. <laughs> you know I'm not making these names up. That's his name, Cody Ponce, or uh, I mean, or or Cody Bunch. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. We're, look, it's it's September. It's baseball. <laughs> You're, it's yep. a 60-game season. It's COVID. Oh, but Trevor Bauer's 10.8K on, on DK. And you know what? <clears throat> Against the Pirates, it actually is pretty cheap. Like, I thought this should have been a higher salary, but I'm not going to lie. Yep. So. Yeah, no, this is one of those. This is game one of a doubleheader. It's so a seven-inning game. And part of my strategy, I think, on DraftKings is I kind of want pitching in seven-inning games so the bullpens can't blow it. So yes. I'll take the bats in the nine-inning games and you get extra at-bats. That's kind of my strategy on this. And we'll talk about pitchers I really like. So another reason why I like Bauer, the guy we know goes six or seven in almost every start. He might get that complete game that, bonus. I believe that ding, you ding, still ding. get. This is huge for 10-8 against uh, Pittsburgh. Big fan of Bauer at 10-8. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking to myself, okay, Bauer at 10-8. What's the chance he doesn't throw a complete game in this one, let alone maybe a shutout and all the extra bonus points? Just get that right. Uh, in terms of value in the lineup, eh, it's tough. Um, you know, there's not a lot of value here. Everybody's up in the fours. Akiyama's all the way down to 2-2. If you want to just throw him in there as a lineup builder, it's fine. I mean, against Cody Ponce, if you can't hit Cody Ponce, then where are we right now? I'm going to exactly. fade all the Pirates together in this game on DK. Uh, let's go to the next one on DraftKings. Pablo Lopez at 7-2. Last start was not good for Pablo Lopez. No. Would you want to try the bounce back pairing here with him and Bauer today? Or would you go somewhere else? Vince Velasquez is 6-3. I want nothing to do with him. So uh, what are your thoughts on Lopez? Is he in play as a secondary? He is if he needs some. Uh, there's a different secondary I like, but Pablo is in play. I've said it time and time again. You can look at the numbers. Home road splits in his last two years. He has like a two and a half to three ERA over the last two years at home compared to well over six on the road. Last two starts have been on the road. As long as he's not broken, which we assume he's not, I can see a nice bounce back here against Philadelphia. It's like game five or six in three or four days for these guys against each other. They got to be pretty tired, and I can see that affecting some of these. Maybe a, a weak lineup today because it's another double header. Oh, no, this one. This one's a single game. Yeah, this one's a single game, but you're not wrong. They played a ton of games recently. But also, the roster percentage based on that last start is going to be lower than normal. So yep. I think yep. that makes it appealing as well to me. Um, if you're going to try to tax him with the Marlins bats, look, Aguilar is 3.8. He's always a good play. Garrett Cooper, 3.5. Those guys are in there. Velasquez is a gas can. Uh, Anderson has a high floor. He's at 4.2. I don't think I would go all the way up to 5.2 for Marte today, you know, just because mm-hmm. you want to get Bauer in there safely. 
I mean, maybe if you have Akiyama in there too or somebody like that, you can make it all work. But I think that's probably the, the best bet. I'm going to fade away from the, the Phillies if I like Lopez, and I do. I think he is definitely in play today. What do you think about Kim for the Cardinals going against Lindblom of the Brewers? Brewers have struggled, man. Uh, and here's a, a lefty in Kim. Do you think he can give you enough in this game? Is he in play as a secondary arm? The only thing I want to see more of from Kim is returning from the IL. So I don't know how stretched out he True. is. It is, a, it is a seven inning game. So even if he goes like four or five, it could be productive at $7,000. But I think I'll be skipping Kim. Maybe, like, I don't want a lot of bats in these doubleheader games, but lefties from Limbloom, there's some cheap ones on uh, St. Louis. You can have some fun. And keep in mind, too, with some of these, you know, shorter games as well, like Bob was saying, you have to pay attention to the lineups. You have to be willing to pay attention to what's going on, have ideas for pivoting off guys if they're not in the lineup and you thought they were going to be. A lot of wacky things happen here. So that's the 5-10 game. Now we're going to move to 735. Jorge Lopez against Tuki Toussaint. Toussaint's just 5.6 here for the Braves. You know, that's a tempting one because, you know, there's some strikeout upside there. The Orioles have been a pretty good lineup this year, but Atlanta should at least be able to, you know, put up some runs here on Jorge Lopez. So what are your thoughts on Tuki? Is he another guy in play today? He's if you need a mega punt. I'm not a big – I, I kind of like the Baltimore bats a bit here, especially some of the value we can talk about, especially in the outfield. So I'm going to avoid Tukey, but if you need a major punt, I can see it with a strikeout upside against Baltimore. He strikes out almost 26% of the time versus righties. All right, I'm all in on Freddie Freeman. That's the guy we'll pay yes. up for at 5-5 in this yes. game in Camden Yards. Pay, pay, pay. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, I'm going to talk about him early, uh, later in the show. So <laughs> we're yes, going to, so let's get up point. to him. I also wouldn't say no to Nick Markakis in this game either. Another lefty bat there, familiarity in the ballpark. Um, and there's, there's a little bit of love there. Um, we'll, we'll get to the fan duel side of other things. Obviously, like I said, we're just sticking with DK right now. I know we don't usually do this with everybody, so it's just a better way to approach this and get a plan. So, so far we love Bauer. We're considering Lopez. There's some more here to get through as we're going through the all day. Uh, then we've got Barrios at 9-3 and Dylan Cease at 8.4. Uh, I can't go with Cease against the Twins lineup, not when Cruz is as hot as he is. Uh, Cruz is at 5.3 on DK, very expensive. Donaldson's a bit of a discount, though, continuously. 4.1, he's still a very good salary. Buxton's at 3-1, so there's definitely some value in this Twins lineup you can find. Rosario at 4-4 if he's in the lineup, and Kepler at 4-6. Your thoughts on this one? Would you be attacking Barrios at all in this game with the White Sox side of the lineup? It's kind of a pick aside. I think Barrios is a very, very intriguing GPP play, but it's on the road. Again, a guy we've seen struggle on the – actually, he's at home on this one. Wow. Um, so, no, he's on the road. Duh, he's no, on he's the on the road. You're right. Um, you were right the yeah, first time. Right. You're always right. Yeah, don't don't so, ever think otherwise. So, um, yeah, no, I think he's an intriguing GPP play. But, man, like the White Sox will be low-owned tonight compared to normal, and that's one of those angles you can play because Atlanta's the play to go to. You just mentioned it. There's Ozzy Albies. There's a bunch of guys over there. I think um, the White Sox are a very intriguing lower-owned big upside type offense. I'm not going to run to play them, but if you're playing a few lineups today, I like a little bit of that. All right, next on the list, we have Clayton Kershaw, and this is the last one here at 9-10 against Denelson Labette at 9.1, 10.4 for Kershaw. Look, if you're playing the all-day, I'd rather have Bauer than, than Kershaw. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the variance is so – I don't care if it's 100% owned. I just don't care. Uh, Denelson Labette at 9.1. I'm assuming this is the other spot you want to go, but, man, there's not a lot left for offense then. No, there's one other game we still have to talk about. But What's um, the other one? What am I missing Oakland- here? Oakland Seattle game one and there's a picture oh now uh, I don't even have this, this up on my slate here so you'll have to take us the, through the, that one I will the Dodgers Padres game is basically one of those four outcome games where I'm just going to stay away it could be the late night hammer that screws up my whole day but I'm just going to watch those two guys pitch all right so take us through the Oakland where are we with Oakland here 
Game one, Oakland, Seattle. Both pitchers can be in play if you want. But you have Jesus Lazardo at only eighty three hundred against Seattle. That's my SP two. Um, and then you got Marco Gonzalez at seven K, who's also been very strong against a, a, an A's team that has no Matt Chapman anymore and has struggled quite a bit. You saw them in Texas do basically nothing. So both pitchers can be in play if you want to. I like the idea of going Bauer and Lazardo and then um, kind of attacking elsewhere with your bats because Lazardo, we actually saw throw hundred pitches his last time. He's thrown ninety or more pitches in three or four starts. There's a ton to like on that one. So that's the angle I'd be going. Do you like any Lazardo or Marco Gonzalez in that? Yeah, I, I think you can go with Lazardo. Take the take the strikeouts, take Bauer, take Lazardo, and get the pitching right. Because I think if you get the pitching right, you're fine. Like I don't see any game here going to a crazy total. You know, like you know, sometimes like, there's no Colorado in play, there's no Buffalo in play. There's none of those kind of things where you have to really worry about a home ballpark advantage, like blowing up and getting like, you know, 15 runs in a game that might still happen because it's 2020. But when you have guys like Kershaw on the mound, you have some other, you know, decent arms, Barrios on the mound. Cease has been good enough. Sometimes uh, I don't see there being enough. I, I prefer going down to Lopez personally because of the home road splits, uh, mm-hmm. saving a little bit more cash and having a little bit more for offense. But the safer cash gameplay is definitely Lazardo. Because wait, what was Lazardo's salary on DK? Seven one? 80, 83. Yeah, so I, I save a thousand dollars. That's a lot. That buys me yeah. Starling Marte. That buys me uh Freddie Freeman. That buys me somebody else that I want potentially. So that's that's my only difference. And again, one's a cash game play, one's a tournament play. That's yeah. the way they go. You know, let, let's bring back that Oakland game since you've got it up there on the FanDuel side. Now, <clears throat> that is in play or not in play today on FanDuel now. Not on FanDuel because it's game one of a doubleheader. So it's ah, DraftKings okay. only, seven-inning game, blah. There you go. Okay, so let's circle back and let's go all the way back to that same Pablo Lopez because we're not going to get that seven-inning Trevor Bauer game on FanDuel. I know, mm-hmm. kids. I know. Hang in there with us. <laughs> so Vince Velasquez, 6.4. When, when the zig goes to the zag and the zag zigs. Oh, you, you man. Well, out. you know what? And it's so hard. I'm trying to keep up with it, it's, it's not easy. So that's why we're trying to – you know, go through this year very simply and and get a good approach. The DK approach is very simple. We just laid it out there. We told you the big bats to pay up for. We told you a couple guys where there's some value there in the Marlins lineup. There's some, uh, as always, and how to approach the, you know, the three pitchers that we like on that slate and what contest to play them in. Let's go over to FanDuel. 7.8 for Pablo Lopez. I don't feel nearly as good about him in the single entry, but uh, I'll tell you what, in a multi-entry tournament as my standalone pitcher with those splits, with the fact he was so bad last time, I don't think it's impossible for him to go out there and throw a gem and everybody's looking at themselves and kicking themselves, wishing they had taken a shot on it. I think you do, but it's not a single entry play. No, but it's definitely a play. Cause when you look at the other three games we're going to talk about, it's two really questionable ones. Then maybe that late night game in San Diego. So like he really stands out on this little four game Fandle slate as a very valuable option. Yeah. Uh, in this same contest to Starling Marte is just 2.9 K Oh my God, please go roster him. What are you doing? Yeah. Jesus Aguilar, three. Matt Joyce at two, five, hitting cleanup against Vizcalasquez, the, the righty. Uh, Garrett Cooper, two, nine. So much value. Even Jorge mm-hmm. Alfaro at 2.1 to give you anything you want there. So get on those Marlin bats there against Velasquez, please. All right. Uh, Kim and Lindblom, not in play either. Nope. Oh, here we go. Let's go to the next one. Tuki Toussaint, Jorge <laughs> Lopez is in play. Yay. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not going to. Not in single pitcher, not for me, but Freddie Freeman is still here, 4.3. Uh, we talked about that wraparound. Ozzy Albies is up to 3.7 right now. Acuna is at 4.9, Freeman at 4.3. Freeman's the best guy here, so if you want to just cherry pick him, that's fine. You could also do Freeman 
Ozuna at 4-1, Darno at 3-4. Or if you want to skip Darno, go to Swanson at 3-5. Barcakis is just 2.7. If you want to get involved with him too, just cherry pick some bats. They don't have to be in order to be a stack. Don't forget that. Everyone thinks it has to be. No, just get the best guys at the best price. And, you know, hopefully you get some contribution from them and it can happen in different innings. Relax. Um, but I think it's a good matchup in terms of ballpark and pitcher. Anything else to add in this one? Yeah. Don't forget Adam Duvall. He's hitting everything right now. And yeah. If you want, if you want to look at the Baltimore side on both sites, they're very affordable. Ryan Mountcastle is hitting everything. He's going to be a, a nice value. And the value that I love, he's two, four on DK. He's two, nine on Fandle is DJ Stewart. He's hitting with so much power at a kid in third or fourth for the Orioles. Play him against Tuki Toussaint tonight, please. All right, now we got two more games here. We got the Barrios Dylan Cease game again on FanDuel. Barrios is 9.2, Cease is 7.5. And then you got Clayton Kershaw at 10.6, Lamette at 10.1. I can't go with Lamette at 10.1. That's too expensive for me against Kershaw on the Dodgers. That's nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Because of the four outcomes, do you fade Kershaw's 10.6 in favor of Barrios' 9.2? Uh, no, if you're playing cash games, you play Kershaw, but like, I'm not in love with it because we know how good this Potter's offense can be versus lefties, but it's the slate we're on. He plays. It's, it's almost like I want to just saying it's a four game slate. I almost want to take Burrios at nine two, like you're saying, like that's almost where I want to go. Save the money, try for the upside and go that route. I think I it's do. Tough. And I think I just go all in on the twins too. fade away from the White Sox because, you know, White yeah. Sox have been great, but the values there again, just like we talked about the Marlins game, Kepler three, Donaldson three, one Polanco two, nine right in a row before Cruz. Yes, please. I mean, that sounds fantastic to me. That is, you can get that make that work with Barrios and then do the guys like Stewart that you were talking about guys like Marcakis at two, seven, you can find some other value in some other spots and make that work. And because of the four outcomes, just like on DK, I'm not super excited about any of the bats, the Dodgers and uh, the Padres, because this reeks of three, two game to me. And that's not really super exciting. So I think that's what it looks like today, Bubba. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and another thing on the Minnesota Bats, I think they're going to be very intriguing tonight. They'll come in low owned because people love Dylan Cease. We've talked about it for a while. Cease pitches to a ton of contact, doesn't strike guys out. You give a lot of contact to the Twins, that usually does not end well for you. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I like Barrios as the standalone arm. You can play it in cash. You can play it in tournaments. You can roll it out there and Get in on the Twins offense on FanDuel and the Marlins offense over on FanDuel. So that's the DK. That's the FanDuel. That's what it looks like. And now it's time (laughs) to call our shot. That's right. So this is the segment where Bubba and I each pick a guy to go yard. And you can get involved as well and win some free stuff. So go over and follow us over at Line Star app and Line Star MLB on the Twitter machine. And you give us your home run call. Retweet the segment. Like it. And you can win some free stuff from Line Star. That's right. So let's get after it, Bubba. Tonight, my home run call, Freddie Freeman in Baltimore. Let's do it, Freddie. It's a great situation for you. I love this. I also love the story of Freddie Freeman taking the plane to go see his kid mm-hmm. play T-ball. Man, I love that Freddie Freeman. He's a good yeah. guy. I'm rooting for him today uh, and for selfish reasons. Bubba, where are you going for your home run tonight? Freddie Freeman's the best call of the night, so I'm going to let you have that one. I'm going to stay in the same game, and I'm going to go with the one, the only Aussie Albies, who's come back from the IL, and he is on fire I think he goes deep again tonight against Jorge Lopez in that Baltimore bullpen. There you have it. So get in on it. Go over to Twitter at LineStar app. Follow us and get that LineStar app as well and upgrade to that premium product. You can also subscribe to the pre-snap show for NFL. Bogman and myself will be doing the recap show uh, over um, Tuesday afternoon. That should be out. So we'll be doing that, which will be very exciting and fun. And then you'll get your DFS preview show on Thursday. 
you get your wagering show on Friday. You get everything you need for your MLB, your NFL, your DFS, your wagering. My goodness, we are full service here. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17 and at KCBubba. There's nothing left for us to do now except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.